you can't have kids and comfortably work in corporate retail. It's just as much as they tell you that you can't, it's just, you can't, it's, you know, your, your family life will, um, will suffer. Um, and so I really wanted to create an environment and a store that was focused. The lifestyle was focused around our family. Welcome to Work Like a Mother, sharing real conversations with inspiring women juggling work, life, and motherhood. I'm Bridget Garsh, co-founder of Neighbor Schools, and today I'm excited to chat with Sarah DeHaan, mama to Jackie and Finley, and owner of Owen and Sage, a modern baby shop sharing products that you not only love for their look and feel, but also for what they stand for, how they are made, and who makes them. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Um, welcome. We're really happy to have you. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Um, I was thinking about before our conversation how before you started Owen and Sage, you worked in corporate retail for many years and you worked with Athleta. Mm-hmm. Um, what drew you to that, that company and why did you stay? I didn't get into retail until a few years after school. Um, I was really working in like the photography field while I was in school. Um, Mm -hmm. and then out of school for a little while until I kind of realized that I was missing the creative or the athletic aspect of my life. Um, and so then I kind of did a little bit of a 360 again and, um, I became a personal trainer and worked in gym management, um, and like studio management. Um, for a couple years until I realized again that I like I was not fulfilling like all aspects of my life, and so I was like, okay, how can I take this creative aspect, mm-hmm. take this athletic, sports-oriented aspect of everything that I like really enjoy, um, and put them together into one career? Um, and so that was kind of how I found retail because um, at that time, so this was now nine years ago, um, Athleta was getting ready to open its first stores in New England. I was going to say, yeah, that's right around when they launched. Yeah. So I, um, I opened the first New England store. I'd never worked retail before. Um, but I love, I, you know, working at gyms and, and, um, working what the photography that I was doing was all customer service based. So the customer service aspect was super easy. I was an athlete at the time. Um, I was doing a lot of triathlons and marathons. So, going into the sports store was like, it was, it was so easy. And that was when I could learn the visual merchandising. And so I started doing that almost immediately. Um, and so I was with Athleta for about nine years. Um, and that was, I mean, that was my, my retail experience was all Athleta. And I always told myself, like, I wasn't, I didn't feel like a lifetime retail person. Like I, I mean, I loved, I loved Athleta. If I left Athleta, I didn't think I was going to go work in another corporate retail. Right. Yeah. Right. That was not what I wanted. And you must have seen like tremendous growth with the company as well because they started so small and are now everywhere. Huge. Yeah. So, I mean, so I opened the first store in New England, um, which was the Burlington Mall. (laughs) Jackie's saying hi. (laughs) You're silly. Um, The Burlington Mall store um, just north of Boston. Um, And then I worked in at our Newbury Street store, I worked in um, Natick, 
and it opened a ton of stores across New England. Um, and I mean, it was a different store from when I opened to when I ended up leaving completely different place. It was, it's wild. Yeah. And so now did you have Jackie when you were there? Mm -hmm. So I was, um, I was working on Newberry street. I was a associate general manager. So like second in charge. Um, and I worked up until like the day Jackie was born three weeks early. Um, did you go into labor at the No, store? I was induced. I had high blood pressure with both pregnancies. Okay. So I, um, I went to a doctor's appointment, like, you know, on a Wednesday, I was supposed to be going back. Like I was like, Oh, called my boss. I was like, I'll come in. I'll be in after my appointment. Um, had to like call her from the hospital. Cause my doctor was like, you're going to need to go like now. <laughs> right. So three um, weeks early. Yeah. Right before black Friday. So happy retail life. Um, like, sorry. Bye. Right. Right. <laughs> going to have a kid. Um, how, how were they, how did you tell them originally that you were going out on leave? Like, did they have a leave policy? Um, yeah. So Athleta is owned by Gap. Um, so the leave policy, um, was actually really great. Um, it was, I mean, you know, like very generous with time standard amount for pay. Um, so like I was going to get up to 20 weeks off, which is amazing. Um, yeah, which was really great. Um, my, my general manager at the time was, um, still one of my closest friends. So she was, you know, very accommodating of the fact that I was going to be going out for all the holiday season. Um, you know, as someone who'd been working eight years straight through all the holidays, I was pretty excited to not have to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went on maternity leave for, I think it was like 19 and a half weeks total. Um, I ended up actually the general manager position at my old store in Burlington opened while I was on maternity leave. Um, and so I applied and interviewed for that job while on leave still when he was like two months old. (laughs) Me? Yeah, you. Um, and so when I went back to work, I went back to work as a, as a GM in a new, in, in a new to me store. Um, and I, was there for the next year and a half um, okay. when I got pregnant again. And um, was that all? Was this, was it part of a plan or was it a surprise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was a, it was a, it was a early on in the plan surprise, but <laughs> <laughs> like we wanted two to three years between um, and they're a little bit less than two. Um, <laughs> yes. Which is wild, but. Um, so that was the plan. I mean, I knew we wanted, like, we knew we wanted more than one. Um, and I kind of knew at that point that I wasn't going to be going back after my leave. I didn't tell anyone, obviously. Um, but I, I just, with two, I mean, it was hard enough with one kid in the retail, like the retail schedule. Um, what were your hours? Oh my gosh. It was there. I mean, you know, I could write my own schedule, but it was still, you know, I had to be in the store. I had to close at least one night a week. I was working weekends Mm -hmm. one, if not both days. Um, you know, I could be a little bit flexible and like, I mean, you knew Randy at that time. So, you know, how insight squared was and like, he was driving into the city and like, (laughs) right. Well, and I'm thinking, so if you're working to the weekends, then you're not really getting a chance to spend time with him. 
yeah. So like, I mean, it was basically like Randy and Jackie all weekend, every weekend. Um, and like Rand, I mean, Jackie had like, a, I mean, he was all, he was a daddy's boy from like one to two basically, which yeah, your dad, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, it was like, he would, you know, walk in a room and he would choose Randy over me, you know, nine out of 10 times, um, probably 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> And, um, and that was tough until I got pregnant I was pretty sick while I was pregnant with Finley. So it actually, that ended up working out all right. Um, but yeah, I knew, I mean, pretty early on in that pregnancy, I knew that I was not going to be going back, um, that it just, that was not going to work for our family. Um, I still loved retail, but things had been changing and I was, I was just ready for something different and new. Um, yes. Are you going to color? No, I don't draw ABCs by myself. You're going to draw the ABCs by yourself. That's perfect. Um, and so I, you know, took my leave knowing that I was not going to be coming back from that leave. Um, and my, my boss at the time had her mommy, last, she ended up quitting mommy, and her mommy, last day was like mommy. my last day. That, that's an A. That looks so good, babe. Good job. Um, and so I had a new boss. Okay. Do your J. Um, I had to, you know, give my notice, which was when I was on leave to Mm -hmm. someone who I did not know at all. Um, and I decided to go back part-time, um, to a different store just as a sales associate. Um, because I still, I mean, I loved the company. The discount was really good Yeah, and it was a discount across all the brands. So it was great for the kids. I used to work at um, the Gap and it was like yeah. 50% off full price, mm-hmm. fixed yes. full price items or something. Oh, it's like off every, like it was like 50% off everything. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. So it was like, it just, I was like, you know what, to be able to keep the Mommy. discount for right now, those look really good, bud. You're doing, that looks like a O, a funny looking O. Um, so we decided, you know, when Finley was little, let's try that. And then if I decide I want to, you know, go back full time. Um, so I did that for nine months. Um, but while I was on maternity leave with Finley, this idea of starting my own shop kind of born out of not wanting to go back to work. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I had a good friend who was on maternity leave at the same time. Um, with her twins and we were both like, how do we not go back to work? Let's start a baby store. We'll just open a baby store. This makes so much sense. Um, and so we spent, well, you're thinking like yeah. you're thinking about it so much, you know, everything yeah. oh around gosh. the gear yeah. you've researched so many it's different like, things. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, we're surrounded by it all the time. And it was just like, you know, we were just, we were seeing what the market was like too. And, you know, living out here in Metro West, there's not a ton of options. Mm. Um, and so we're like, why don't we just open a, like open a shop? Um, and she decided she needed to go back to work. So then I, put it on pause, but of course I couldn't like the most stubborn person in the world. So I couldn't stop myself. Um, and once it was that's, in my that's head, also <laughs> why you're a marathoner and yeah. a triathlete too. I feel like those, those yeah, traits go, go together. Well, <laughs> determined, I might say not. Stubborn, yeah. Oh, well, I, I like that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just kind of spent, you know, I went back part-time knowing that I was going to, it was not going to be a permanent thing, but maybe, you know, we'll see. Um, and I, why don't you go find a book? 
And when you had the idea for the store originally, yeah. did you, like, was it this aha moment where you knew exactly what you wanted the store to be and you had the vision from the get-go? Or was it more so like you knew you wanted to have a baby store, but then it, it grew and changed over time? Um, a little bit of both. I think I, I mean, so when we first came up with the uh, idea, it was a hundred percent a brick and mortar storefront store. Um, I think my, you know, what I've learned now, my friend who's one of my best friends and we, um, see each other all the time. Um, our tastes are definitely a little bit different and like ideas are a little bit different. So I think if we had done it together, um, you know, kind of what we were planning is definitely, it's not what it is today. Um, And, but then I also, you know, when I started looking at storefronts myself, um, just the space wise and size, you know, again, things started changing. And when I did more research on brands, um, and then what really kind of changed the whole scope of it was when, um, so I had a couple of storefronts that I was close to signing leases on fall through. Um, and because I had started, Jackie is just like moving all the um i it's so funny it's like what goes through their mind yeah i don't know why why at this moment does this chair need to go over there yeah i don't know i don't know um so i had i'm really close to a couple physical spaces and so i had started i basically got everything in the works so it was like as soon as i signed this lease like i need to hit the ground running so i filed for my llc i started buying product um and then the and you were just, still doing this other job at the same time yeah okay and you yeah, have only two children and i have two children yeah um and randy works crazy so um but i just when i'm like in something i'm like in it uh and so i got all this everything started and i was like well now it's too late like i have to start this i can't i can't find a space i'm gonna launch online what's happening and so when i was launching online i mean still it's still with the hopes that i'm gonna find a storefront um that's gonna work um i don't want to be i don't want to do e-commerce that's not my goal in all of this um i i know you know face-to-face retail. And that's what I love. And I love the customer service aspect of it. And what I really wanted with my own shop, um, you know, compared to the corporate retail world where there's, it's not flexible for families. It's, you know, you can't, you can't have kids and comfortably work in corporate retail. It's just as much as they tell you <laughs> you can, it just, you can't, it's, you know, your, your family life will, um, will suffer. Um, and so I really wanted to create an environment and a store that was focused. The lifestyle was focused around our family. Hmm. Um, so that's whether my kids come to the shop with me or, um, you know, we're only open certain hours or closed on Sundays or whatever it is. Um, I wanted, right. I guess throughout that to all be the of- priority, sorry to interrupt that's okay. you. Throughout all of this, have you had childcare? Like, have you had help with the, with the kids when you were working part time while you were launching the business? And now that yeah. it's running, so um, we were very fortunate that the, Jackie had been in childcare like full time. Obviously, when I was working full time, and he's a very shy kid, so we had made the decision that we were keeping him in full time. 
um, even once I was only working part-time, um, for the socialization. Yes. Yeah. He really, like, he really needed that. Um, and then Finley, we, he was in part-time while I was working part-time. Um, and so I still like, you know, if there was days that I was only working, you know, a shorter shift, I was able to like come home and like work on this. Um, but obviously in the last four months or however long, I don't even know how long it's been now. Yeah. (laughs) Had no help. When I launched, I launched last October. Um, and basically I, I ended up quitting my part-time job within a week of launching. Cause I was like, well, I'm doing this now. <laughs> this is where my like energy is going to commit to. I, I, you know, I'm not going to put time into this where I don't feel like it's growing. Yeah. Um, well, and it feels so, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seemed like at least from an outside perspective that the company has been growing really rapidly since October. So you yeah. had to devote more time to it. Yeah. So it's, um, it has been, it's been, the holiday. So when I launched, I mean, launching in October was, I knew I needed to launch before holiday last year. So I was able to do a couple of different pop-ups, um, at like holiday markets or, um, uh, like sip and shop sort of, um, little holiday market things. Um, so the holidays were really, really great. It slowed a lot in January and February, um, where I was like, Oh gosh, this is like, (laughs) <laughs> not going so well, but then I was able to kind of put the focus into marketing and, um, and just like spend a little bit more time with the kids. Jackie was really sick for, um, a good amount of January. And then we had to sleep train him as a three and a half year old. So, um, so there was like something like the priorities shifted a little bit in the winter. Um, and the business was had slowed down and I expected that. Um, which is probably also so different from, Athleta because that's probably a super busy time as everybody sets their new year's resolutions and wants to get apparel. But so you knew that that might be a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew we, I would, I would slow down then. And, um, I mean with the e-commerce it's e-commerce is, is tough because there's a lot of options, um, for shopping online and there's, you know, there's a lot that I had to learn. I knew nothing about SEO. I still don't know a ton about SEO, but it's, you know, there's to get yourself visible online and to stand out from other retailers is really challenging. Um, and so when I was launching only online, I kind of narrowed, um, like my curation a little bit. Um, so I focus solely, like almost solely on small makers, um, eco-friendly product and charitable brands. Um, and then have a pretty big charitable aspect to the company as well. Um, because I want people to feel good about where their money's going. Um, especially when they have so many options. Um, and that was something I think really big that like Athleta taught me, um, in the corporate world was, you know, it's obviously, you know, a business needs to make money, but you also need to feel good about what you're doing and give back. So I, um, and now being able to do that on my own and be able to pick where my money goes, um, feels really good. Um, and I think it makes me stand out a little bit from some of the other small curated shops. Cause there's a ton of small curated shops at this well, point. And you're, you seem to be so like nimble as well. Like when black lives matter has really, you know, taken yeah. the forefront of people's minds, you have not only been able to, to donate and support causes. But I think you also, you restructured part of the store to really highlight 
um, makers who were people of color. Is that? Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think I realized pretty quickly what I wasn't doing um, and what I needed to do. Um, And that's one of the benefits of working for yourself is to be able to be nimble, um, you know, not having to go through multiple channels to get anything done. Right. Um, And so I was able, and I mean, the, my curation of product is, I mean, that's solely, it's, it's what I love. Um, and buying is, uh, uh, it's, I'm very passionate about it and I want to showcase, I want to showcase different products and different makers and different brands. Um, and when black lives matters. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Keep That's going. okay. Oh, uh, just saying that like when the, you know, all this, you know, started, this started, I want to say, um, you know, a month or so ago now, it was, it was very obvious to me, like what I wasn't doing. Um, and I knew I needed to change that immediately. Um, and so I had been carrying a little bit of diversity, but not much. Um, so I knew I really needed to like up the game on that. And I had, you know, my charitable brands that I had been carrying, um, didn't, that didn't feel like enough either. So I was like, I had been doing donations on and off with, you know, certain, certain, um, nonprofits, but I decided that I really needed to like double down and just have consistent donations with everything. Um, and so the charity that I choose right now, it's the NCAA, uh, NCAA CP. Um, and I will change that depending on the needs and the season and what's happening. Um, and make it higher or lo- like higher if the need is higher during certain times. Um, but that just feels like it's, it's the right thing to do. And right now I don't have, I don't have a ton of overhead. Um, I run the shop out of my basement. Um, I don't have to worry about rent. So why can't that money that I would be paying to rent go toward a much better cause than a four walls? (laughs) It's, It's really inspirational, um, to be able to watch you as you're growing the business. And I love the section on the site where it talks about the makers as well and tells some of those stories. How do you find, you know, whether, whether it's pivoting to now include more makers who are people Mm -hmm. of color or just your, your really intentional buying practices, how do you find all of the makers? What does that process look like? So it's a lot of research. Um, in the beginning I was finding small makers through Etsy, um, and Instagram, um, so, and I found some local ones that are now actually like really close friends, which is great. Um, so I have a lot of like Boston local makers. Um, but Etsy was a big resource in the beginning. I use it a little bit less now, um, because there's a few more wholesale resources, um, for small shops. So there's a, um, a wholesale resource called fair, um, and fair it's F A I R E. Um, and it's a wholesale buying website basically catered to smaller makers. Um, yeah, which is really amazing. So I can go on there and like just go through, you know, I'm looking for kids eating accessories and I can find all these different small makers. Um, and then they, you know, they can change their minimums that they're comfortable with. And, um, it makes it that that's where I do the majority of my buying. And I've definitely found some really, really amazing, um, makers and brands through, through fair. Um, but Instagram is also huge for, I mean, for all of that. Sometimes I feel like I 
I run an Instagram account full time and not a website, um, not like a, <laughs> a store. Um, but it's been great for networking and marketing and research into other small shops. So there's been a lot of shops, um, like some shops that I carry now that I, I found on Instagram. Wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and how, I mean, I'm watching you juggle right now. Yeah. <laughs> work, work and motherhood. Yeah. But how do you make it all happen um, on a daily basis? I, I, I don't know, honestly, most of the time. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a lot of telling Jackie to hold on one minute. Mommy's almost done working. Let me, and it's hard because I, because most of what I do, especially now, um, trying to like really grow our network and grow um, our visibility is, is on Instagram. So it's on my phone and it's, that is, can be challenging because I feel like I'm on my phone way too much. Um, but there's a lot of things that are like time sensitive that, you know, you, in order for you to become more visible and be seen, you need to like be responding to things right away. Um, with the like actual shop and orders and everything, I have a pretty good, um, we have a pretty good cadence of how we, how I get that done. I mean, my, I'm fortunate that my I mean, most of my product is decently organized in the basement. So I, I mean, obviously I know where everything is. So when I go fill an order, it's pretty quick. Um, right. And my orders haven't been too, too crazy that I am spending like all day wrapping orders. Um, but I usually get those done in the morning before Randy gets on his calls or um, after the kids go to bed at night, um, getting orders wrapped up. And what's been pretty nice uh, lately is I... Um, I don't go to the post office at all. Post office picks up, they'll take everything. (laughs) I have like the best, I have the best postman in the world. Um, he's wonderful and he will take all of my shipments every day. So, um, that saves time and like the stress right now (laughs) having to like deal with going to the post office. I don't have to do that. Um, but it's just, I work it in like when I can, it's during nap time, which he doesn't always nap, obviously evident as today. Um, right. You don't always sleep. Yeah. No. But um, I, but I sleep once Finn goes to sleep, but I put my eyes. Once Finn goes to sleep, you'll close your eyes sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we just started, somebody gave us a tip of, we've, we've allowed be, uh, books to make mm. their way into the bed. And so we take, nobody has to sleep, but you have to take a rest in bed with your books and your flashlight. Yeah. And usually that, usually that ends up in falling asleep. Exactly. Like it, it feels like if you leave them there long enough, they generally yeah. will be like, well, yeah. now I'm bored. So I might as well fall asleep. Yeah. I'll just close my eyes. Just right. close my eyes. Right. Um, so you close your eyes and go to sleep like a big kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, I definitely, I mean, the last four months have been very challenging. Um, and I, I mean, I think we're, you know, we, I think as a family, we're very lucky the position we're in that my business is my business. And again, priorities can shift and it can survive that. I'm, it's not thriving obviously as much as it could be if I was able to spend more time on, or if I didn't have kids right now. Um, but this is what, we chose. And this is how, um, you know, this was part of having my own shop was being able to mother at the same time. 
Um, and what I don't know, personally, I don't know how I would describe my philosophy around motherhood, but are there certain things that you try that are really important to you that you try and, you know, do every day or instill in, in your children? Um, I mean, I'm a pretty go with the flow laid back type of personality. And so is Randy. So I think, um, in that way, you know, it's, I'm not, I mean, I think, you know, the last four months have been so different than like what life normally is too. Um, but I think, especially with, you know, the state of the world that we're in at this time, it's like, my only goal is that I raise happy, kind children that grow into happy, kind, inclusive adults. (laughs) Um, and you know, everything that we do is based on that. So we end every show with the same question. Okay. I'm ready. You're ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready. What piece of advice would you give to your pre-mom self? Oh, my pre-mom self. Um, go out to dinner more. By, your, by yourself <laughs> I think that like I uh, yeah I mean just like enjoy I mean enjoy your time enjoy your solo time because I feel like that's very challenging for a lot of people and like what I wouldn't give to just have like a weekend of like no one around me and like no one talking at me and um I think enjoy like enjoy your solo time I love it I love it yes I remember when I first went back to work, how go, I went to the bathroom and I realized, oh my goodness, I can pee alone. Like the simplest, the simplest little things feel yeah. like such a, a you know, yeah. very precious. Uh, yes, they really do. <laughs> and you have tiny. But like especially now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially, especially now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your journey. Um, through starting Owen and Sage, through Mm -hmm. how you juggle motherhood and your career. It's been really wonderful getting to know you a little bit and um, hear your story. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. This is wonderful. It's great. Thanks so much for listening. I'm excited to share another amazing working mama story with you next week. Before I go, I have a quick favor to ask please help us spread the word by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way for more working moms to discover our show. We're trying to reach 200 reviews in our first two weeks and make it onto new and noteworthy and would love your help. Thanks and have a great week.